Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. I have been working with Elsie Escobar, who's one of my favorite people in the world. She runs She Podcasts and she has been just a source of inspiration for me. And recently she opened the E-League, which is bringing together a bunch of podcasters to elevate women's voices, particularly in minorities, which is something that I'm really passionate about. So I started doing this E-League thing with her and we had to fill in a form and then have a call with her and she would send through a document that kind of answered the concerns or the the problems that or the, what we were struggling with. And so one of the things that I wrote on this form was that I struggled with finding my voice. And she wrote, um, since I do know you, <laughs> um, this is actually what she's written. Um, I just feel like getting like a platter of cheese and crackers for this and just like <laughs> witnessing this like I would, you know. A bowl of popcorn. A Netflix season. Yeah. yeah. Younger. Um, um, Younger. It's coming back. I know. Can't wait. Um, since I do know you, I do believe you also know the above, as in finding my voice. You are possibly one of the most intuitive people that I know when it comes to doing that, doing what you need to do. You don't need to find your voice. You might need to get clearer in your voice, but that's lifelong work for all of us, since sometimes it's going to require that we change course, iterate, pivot, etc. but it's still our voice. So I wanted to share that because as someone who works with voice all of the time and has dedicated my life to finding my voice, sometimes we don't realise that we have already found it. And that clarity is kind of a moving feast. And it's, um, oh, what's the word, like, retrospective mm. yeah so it's like <laughs> yeah so it's like clarity comes through reflection through oh. looking back to see mm-hmm. like we never have like i think sometimes we're waiting for extreme clarity in order to take action but clarity happens as a reflective process yes but i have also had a lot of luck in other people helping me find clarity. Mm. So I remember thinking, everyone's got a food blog. I don't know what's different about me. I don't really know what I'm saying here. I remember doing B-School and going, um, it's got a Whole Foods blog. And I didn't really have a message. And then I can remember at the very first B-Schoolers meetup in Brisbane that I attended, Tara Bliss was there. And I said, you know, I really just don't know what my niche is or whatever. And she said, just write. And I might have shared this before, but she's like, don't know what you want to say. Just write. Just, you'll find it. Just keep writing. And I really took that on board. And I was like, okay, yeah, I just do need to keep on saying stuff to see what it actually is. And then when it came time to do 
to create the name of Small Steps to Whole Foods, I was talking to Liz, who has always helped me with branding and websites and stuff. And and I was like, I just I just want to tell people like you don't have to do everything over She's like, so you like as in take sort of small steps. And I was like, yes, to eat more whole foods. Yeah, well you could call it Small Steps to Whole Foods. It's like, oh my god, you're a genius! I couldn't see that that's that they were the words that have then helped guide and build a whole brand ultimately. But just recently, in fact, yesterday, I announced that I'm going, I'm doing this um, overwhelm TV series. So I want to do four weeks and it's going to be live because I want to talk to, to people about overwhelm. I asked in my membership about how they're feeling about overwhelm, how it's showing up in their lives. And I was honestly, I had tears in my eyes. It was just heartbreaking. And the topics for this series just came so easily to me. And I'm, and I actually wrote to Mel, I think I've been talking about this all along, but food has Mm. just been the way in which I have tried to help people with their overwhelm. And also because I was so far in my freaking overwhelm, I couldn't see that that's what I was actually trying to help myself with. That the reason why I keep food so simple, the reason why I strip everything back to bare essentials is because I was really overwhelmed and I just needed to make something in my life easy. I wanted to do the right thing, but I wanted to make it easy. Yeah. And it's the same, similar thing for me, right? So I have been doing all this work around values and figuring out, you know, trying to get clear on my message because I felt like I wasn't. And then I speak to other people and they're like, what? You're not mm. clear? That oh, doesn't sound like the, you know, I know what your message is, you know? <laughs> so then I'm like, tell me, tell me. Anyway, what, what I had realized was what I've been talking about the whole time, which came from, you know, mess is the message kind of thing has been connection. So connection is the mm. overarching theme of everything that I talk mm. about because I was so disconnected. Depression had me completely mm. disconnected from my emotional self, from my intuition, from, you know, my my voice. And mm. so that so, is my mess. You know, my message is about connection. And I've always talked about that. Yeah, you, you absolutely have. Uh, but I I feel like amongst that, like that's sort of the first thing and that's going to be this evolving thing and it's retrospective and all of that, that stuff. But how do you decide which projects Mm. to work on. So the way that I try to make decisions now about the actual projects that I work on as my uh, my message and what I really want to say is continuing to evolve uh, is impact and profitability. So I really, because I'm running a business now, it needs to make money. Um, the more income that I earn, the better everything is. And uh, the more you, know, you can do. Also- the more I can do. And, and, you know, Nick and I have some really cool ideas about different areas in which we want to help people where we will get, you know, it's a giving thing. There's nothing that we will receive. Um, the more, you know, income that I make, the more cool stuff we can do in the world. But also is impact. So how many people is this going to impact? What sort of meaningful impact will this have, whether it's free or paid? And, because there are a lot of projects that I do. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the business that doesn't really make a lot of money, but the impact is really large. And so they're always the two things that I'm kind of working on. So when you're trying to decide which project, 
you know, then there's also just like what actually feels really exciting. So I've gotten really good at knowing, oh my gosh, this is going to feel like a noose around my neck. Run away, run away, run the other direction. But I wouldn't have also learned what does feel like a fun, easy, enjoyable way for me to roll stuff out if I hadn't kind of tried lots of different things. So, um, and I think that's the key, right? Like in the start, you just try things. You try all try. kinds of different things. We've both tried so many different things oh, so many. in order yep. to find what does feel good and what doesn't. And often it's not until you're actually taking the action that you know whether it feels good or not. Because yep. as soon as you start moving towards something, you will pretty much know whether or not it's something that you want to do. So I think it's important to allow yourself to play, particularly in those early days when you've got all the ideas, you know, either sit with them for a few days and just see if they're still around. That's something that I do now because I used to be a, have the idea, buy the domain, get the wheels turning, wheels fall off, I'm bored shitless of it, move on have the idea, like it was just like a recurring thing, but I wasn't actually creating anything of impact because nothing was seeing the light of day uh, because I would just get distracted by the next bright, shiny thing. Now for me, I do it, does it align with my big vision? Mm. That's pretty much my guiding thing. Is it? Is it something that is fun for me right now? Is it? Um, is it something that would, like what I want to feel is that, that feeling that I call divine presence, where I'm really fully in the moment, having all the goosebump feels. Will it give me that feeling? Yes, yeah. I'll do it. No, meh, I won't. And I think also it's probably getting clear on what is the constant procrastination giving you? Mm. Because staying in that space and thinking there is no clarity and we've got all the ideas, I know this to be true for myself, is that that is such a safe space to be. That is a full, protected, safe space because it means you don't need to take any action as long as you're telling yourself the story that there is no clarity, there's too many things I want to do, so therefore I'm doing nothing. Mm. So what does being in that space give you and is that worth staying in? Yeah. Is and like I think when I sometimes like that idea has really helped me when I'm resisting something or when I'm giving myself the reasons why it can't happen. Like, you know, I'm doing this for a reason because there's a huge benefit to me for not taking action. Is that benefit of not taking action, like feeling safe, never failing, worth it? Or should I try to move past that and just jump anyway, knowing that this could mean epic failure or epic success, but I'm just going to have a crack anyway. Like just letting go of what's safe and what might, the, the parts of us that are served by that and honoring the parts of us that just want to take a leap. Yeah. And I think that honoring thing is important too. So having a look. Instead of being like, I've got all the ideas, I'm not taking any action, I don't have any clarity, I need to find my voice, I need to know, have all the answers before I take action kind of stuff. I think it's also really important to have a look at those areas of your life where you are doing things and where you are feeling flow and often those are the things that you value, you know? So I think a lot of this comes down to values. 
we have the life that reflects our current set of values, what we've prioritized. So having a look at, I think it's important for us to honor where we're at and be like, okay, I'm here because, you know, blah, 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 blah. But also to be like, okay, so I feel like I don't have clarity. Is that really true? Do I really yep. not have clarity? Because often we do. But yeah, we're keeping ourselves in that space because it's safer than taking the action. And then if I don't have clarity, which I, I do struggle with sometimes, I need to take responsibility for that lack of clarity and do something about it. So I reach out. I reach out to my mastermind group. I reach out to you. I'm like, I'm really just stuck here and I want to move past it. Like you take responsibility for your lack of clarity or whatever it is that's holding you back and find ways around it. It might be, you know, like emailing 10 friends and saying, you know me, what do you think I do best? Mm. Or uh, what? Or people who have used your services before or interact on a Facebook page or whatever it is and say, you know, what would you like more of? Or what, do you, what are you here for? What do I give that no one else is giving you? Or something like that to just, just you know, the answers never lie in how other people perceive you. But it can sometimes lead you closer to that clarity because you're like, ah, never even realized that that's what they liked. So interesting. Do I want to go down that path or is there, is that not fully? Yeah. Cause sometimes full story? you'll see things and like sometimes you'll get answers to those things and you'll be like, no, you know, like I put out yep. in, in the, um, show up speak up group recently about like, you know, what do people kind of. I think I was talking about doing some one-on-one -on -one work. This was a few, maybe a month or so ago. And I was like, how, how would you like to work with me? Which is a dangerous thing to do. And I, I won't be doing that approach anymore. I'll just be creating something and owning it and <laughs> moving forward with it instead of questioning myself all the time. Uh, but anyway, I'd thrown out this thing and I was like, how would you like to work with me? And somebody had responded, responded to me. Oh, you know, I, I want some help around systems and procedures. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> it doesn't align me with my big vision. It's yeah. a, it's a total distraction, but I knew on a visceral level straight away. No. Yeah. Yeah. Where before I'd be like, Oh yeah, I could do that. I could create, I actually have a domain systematize that shiz because, you, you know, yeah. and, but this is the whole thing, right? Like we, we learn by doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. That's where we find our clarity when we reflect back and look at what we've been doing what felt good, what didn't. And then we just move through on the things that feel good. And, you know, I've ha I have people all the time sort of saying, I'd just like you to be told to be, you know, how did you set up your business? Blah, 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 blah. Like just start an online business kind of course. And that absolutely does not align with where I want to go. However, Lisa's business brain goes, I can see that there's an opportunity there. If I was to do something like this, how could it be massively valuable for those people and pretty hands-off for me? Because I don't want to be answering questions about WordPress versus Squarespace. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's not my that's not my jam. That's not the best, you know, value of Lisa in the world. But, you know, Mel and I talk quite a bit about how she knows all the systems and processes and all of that kind of stuff. And I know all the marketing and um, 
you know, program creation type of stuff, is there something that we could create that is almost like a just a DIY walk you through step by step and you have both aspects of the business stuff taken care of and it's really just a guide. And, uh, you know, that's something that she's going off on maternity leave and we're both kind of just having a think about whether that would be something useful for this you know, audience of people who I like to help with their marketing, but I know that there's an opportunity to help them with the other stuff. It's just that it would probably be like a DIY type program that they could purchase, walk themselves through and get some cracking information on to take action. And then once they're taking that action, I can help them more with the marketing stuff, really dive deep into that. I don't know. This is the thing. Like I, I love the clues. Uh, because there's so much that we could help people with, but it does come down to in, in, you know, does what's it driving actually- you for you? You know that, you know, that what's driving you is impact and profitability. So if it ticks those I boxes, have- why, why the fuck not? And also, uh, I have this weird insatiable need to share all the time everything. And it was interesting. I was talking to a friend yesterday and she said, Oh gosh, you know, she'll be in a yoga class and it will be like, um, uh, Oh gosh, I just can't wait. I just need to get home and write a blog post on this. And no, 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 hang on. This can just be for me. This learning, this experience, this, whatever it is, doesn't have to be shared every time. (laughs) And I must say, I feel a bit like that too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're running a business, there needs to be an audience for you, for what you create. So when you're looking for clarity, think about what problem you're going to solve for people. What will this help with? Is, is there enough of a demand out there for what it is that you want to do? Um, whether it be one on one stuff or service providing stuff or teaching or, or even making a physical product. You do have to do a little bit of research sometimes about whether there's a market for what you want to sell. If you've got all the ideas, find the one that is most marketable. That's Lisa's business brain on. Yeah. No, but yeah. No, no. And I will be like, you know, because I, but I also have the freedom of having a business that pays the bills so that I can use the rest of my life to be, you know, the artist that I am. So I think it depends on what, you know, my, my say that these days. Yeah, no, it just like comes out of my mouth, you know. I have a business brain and my business brain goes on for killer copy stuff. And it was on when, you know, when I was creating Radcasters, but then I'd kind of, I was kind of struggling with that idea of the artist versus the entrepreneur. And I was trying to fit myself into boxes that I didn't really belong. But now I feel like, you know, I have the business, I have all that stuff going. And for me, this, this isn't about business. This is about creative expression. So it's very different. The things that drive me are very different to the things that are driving you right now. Mm. And, and that, that's the whole point of us having these conversations because we are driven by different things. We act in different ways. Neither is right or wrong. The way Mm. you're, what you're doing in the world is incredible and you're making great money doing it and you're having huge impact. And for me, you know, right now it's about creative expression. So I'm just allowing myself to be creative and that's cool too. You know, it doesn't, there doesn't have to be the right way and the wrong way. And here's the thing. I reckon there's also seasons to a business. You know, there is the bootstrapping. 
idea generating, doing way too much at once. And then there's like a refinement and a scaling and, you know, sometimes a pulling right back. Mm. There is. And sometimes a complete shut down and move on to something else. Uh, Tell me like everyone who is running their own business just doesn't dream sometimes of shutting that sucker down. down. And just because I think that's an entrepreneurial thing is like, I am just like sticking with something is Mm. harder than getting something started for me. And Mm. the idea and the excitement around something brand new just like fills me with joy. And I could just see it. And and sometimes I think, I just want to find my one thing. And I could remember saying this to Jess when we first started working together. I said, I'm just, you know, I'm still experimenting. She's like, so small steps isn't your thing then? That's weird because you do it pretty well. And I'm like, oh, I but guess that's, it is. But that's the whole now. thing, right? Like when you, yeah, th- that's exactly it because so often we're looking for the clarity but we already have it but it's not exciting enough for this time <laughs> so we're looking for something else. <laughs> I know. Let's just start a new website called lisaquaduff.com <laughs> and start a new podcast with Carly and just do this kind of stuff too. Yeah, let's run an event. Let's, oh, my God, let's just, you know, my brain is like that. <gasps> On Friday, I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm going to do a four-part series on overwhelm. It's going to start Wednesday. All right, cool. What do I need to do to make that happen? Done. And, you know, for my poor team, I just, I am just <laughs> eternally sorry uh, and grateful because that is that is the thing. And sometimes I'll do an experiment and it'll do amazingly well. Other times, just not so much. But it's all leading me more and more towards, like, you know, What's what? what, 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 what yeah, the clarity. <laughs> but this is the whole point. Like we don't actually need it in order to, to create. Yeah, and I look. And if you look at most really successful entrepreneurs, they didn't start talking about the thing that they're talking about yeah. now. There's incarnations of businesses and concepts and, and human beings. We have incarnations. Like, you know, there are points where it's it's important for us to be talking about something, food, and then we yep. go through the thing where we learn all the things that we need to and naturally we want to evolve. That's that's human nature. We're evolving. Everything is constantly in a state of flux. Therefore, clarity is comes in moments and bursts. It's not and a constant. I remember when I, I, I don't know what I was doing, setting up an email or something, and it was Lisa at smallstepstowholefoods.com. And I remember Liz saying, well, you won't be doing smallstepstowholefoods.com in five years. And I was like, why not? This is my thing. I am so passionate about this. I could not be more passionate. I am having an impact on people, like the food that they're feeding their family. What a gift. What an honor. This is my thing. This is what I'm here to do. And then I did it for three years and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I can't do that program anymore. Yeah. But I can still deliver that program and I can still give people all of that change, but just it just all went inside my membership. And I started getting help with the food stuff because I didn't want to create more recipes all the time and have that be the work I was doing in my business. Totally. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So it's just all, it's always evolving. Always. Because the thing is, I thought the Office Collective was the thing and I thought Radcasters was the thing. And I, and at the time it was the thing. It was the thing that I was working on at the time. 
That doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean it's going to be the thing forever. Yeah. So clarity only exists moment by moment. You can't be clear on everything at all times because we are in a constant state of flux. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's about just knowing that, that we don't necessarily need to have all the answers before we take action, right? We just need to be taking action and sometimes the answers come to us in the action that we take. And I would say that is true 100% for me. That is the gold nugget from this episode. There is nothing more that needs to be said. We always Carly get there just, in the end. <laughs> out. We really do ramble sometimes. I was actually just thinking, you know what? Now I know why people listen you're to asking the wrong. You're asking the wrong because, people about clarity. <laughs> <laughs> we basically don't have it and would like someone else to tell us. But even just like, you know, if it was like, here's your three-step process to getting clarity on your business. Maybe that's what we really should be focused on because, like, what the hell? But, hey, we don't have it and we're still creating. It hasn't stopped us from creating. So that is the message from two people who've got no idea. (laughs) Because while we might do things very differently, we also do things the same and we both ramble (laughs) and probably like clarity. So you definitely have asked the wrong people. But I think so, my but- I think my nugget gave you the answer that came from somewhere else, not necessarily my fried brain. Yeah, I think that that nugget is a really good one. But also that there, I hope that we have shared throughout this episode that there's certain things you can do to help find a little bit of of clarity. You know, me choosing projects based on impact and profitability, um, perhaps even putting out and asking people what they really find is your little zone of genius if you're finding it hard to niche that down and you just need to get started and any any sort of help whatsoever. Yeah, find someone good. to work with who can give you that clarity. You know, that's what I'm doing Take with Elsie at She Podcasts and what I've been the work that I've been doing with Kelly Brown. It's around figuring, having this stuff reflected back to me. There are people who you can work with that can help you with that, um, you know, but but don't allow a lack of clarity to stop you from taking some kind of action forward because, yeah, because that, that that is where you'll find the answers. And it's a safe space to sit with lack of clarity, not knowing what to do, so not doing anything at all. So bust out of that in any way you can. Totally. Uh, the way that I did it, I just announced a free challenge and then I had to do it. That's it. Being accountable to other people was a big player for me in just taking some action. I would think I was in procrastination and lack of clarity for 18 months before I did anything. Yeah. That makes feel any better. That was the time I started B-School in 2013 and I launched the 21-day Whole Foods Challenge. What was it? July, August, maybe 2014. Yeah. It was a long time to be thinking, what am I going to do? So I get it. I totally get it. But once you're off, you're off. Exactly. And I think like, I, I don't know that I've ever struggled with the, I've struggled with the staying safe stuff, but I haven't struggled with the doing, you know, I do. (laughs) <laughs> I do. I, yeah. I create all the time, but often I don't give yeah. myself credit for that. And that is one point that I want to make is that that looking at those areas of you, because you don't have clarity, but you do have clarity. You're just not seeing that you have clarity. So mm. just looking for those areas of life where you are taking action, where you are doing, honoring that you probably are actually exactly where you need to be you probably are already talking about the things that would give you, you know, that 
that, that would give you the clarity around what you're, you're probably already doing it essentially is what I'm saying. We often are. We're already talking about the thing we want to talk about. We just haven't given ourselves the recognition that we deserve for doing that. Which is exactly where this podcast episode started and exactly where it will end. Yes. So come along to the Keeping Good Company Facebook group and chat about this. We would love to hear how you move through and try to get clarity so you can take action. Yeah, and if you have guiding values that help you, you know, stay to the path. All right, that's it. Until next week. Bye. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.